0: Hello and welcome to today's show, The Breakthrough Podcast. I am your host, Reba Bell. Hey everyone, thank you for joining me for another episode of The Breakthrough Podcast. I am your host, Reba Bell. Now you know that if you're listening to this podcast, you get 22% off of all my purchases of my books and my coaching program. Of course, you know I am the Breakthrough Coach also. And my books are From Ashes to Beauty and A Blessing in Disguise. You get 22% off code is PODCAST22. So don't forget, if you're listening to this episode, PODCAST22, and you go to RebaBell.com for the code. Now, today, we just gonna jump right into it. I am excited because this is a childhood friend of mine. But just to let, I'm going to let him introduce himself, but I just want to give a little feedback on, um, as you've seen with the advertisement, his advertisement at the beginning of the podcast, you're going to see, you've seen uh, his advertisement. So he's going to introduce himself and then we're just going to jump right in on how he got started and just welcome you to the show. Welcome, Dion.
1: I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Uh, It's a pleasure to be here um man just a little bit about me I would say uh Dion uh, Mary with three kids three beautiful babies um for all those parents out there I salute y'all because it's an extra job yeah. <laughs> it is an extra job right um currently residing in uh Chicago right now we got some crazy weather um you know not too fond of this blizzard even though this is where I grew up we grew up here right but I'm like I am like over this snow but um this is where I currently reside at. And uh, it's, it's been a blast. It's been fun. I am a six year entrepreneur. Um, I, it's, it's been a beautiful uh, journey. Um, It's everything that you uh, would think that it, you know, I would say this entrepreneur is everything that you don't think that it is and everything that you probably think that it's not. So it's kind of like an oxymoron to the, to the fact to where you'd be like, man, you know, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to be an entrepreneur. This is it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun, okay, right, until, right. Until, <laughs> until you get into it, right, so it takes a lot of belief to just really, you know, uh, really tap into entrepreneurship and have a uh, successful journey, so, but I am a, a mindset and mentorship coach, and I also uh, run a personal and business credit and business funding uh, mentorship program as well, so um, that's uh, the niche that I'm in right now, currently financial literacy, just helping people um, just understand finances and, you know, truly put themselves in a better financial position um, today so that way it can affect them and their family tomorrow. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. I'm glad you said that. So, how did you get started? Okay. So, I want to go back. We want to go back to where Dion, who is Dion, and before Dion became this credit specialist and this expert. We want yeah. to go back to Dion because of course guys you know this is the breakthrough podcast it had to be a breakthrough yeah. from where you are at to where you were so yeah. start us there
1: Yeah so um this is this is the truth um I had my breakthrough I would say in 2016 um I had I started like I graduated college I'm going to tell my age a little bit but I graduated college in 08 from Southern Illinois University and When I graduated in 08, that was when like the industry was like crazy, like people wasn't hiring. So it didn't even really matter that you had a degree. I graduated with my degree and I couldn't even really find a job. And so um, that was like, I would say like May of 2018. And so I was kind of like doing little work here and there because my daughter was born in July. So I still had to kind of like make some kind of money. Right. Um, And then May 11, 2009, I ended up uh, landing a gig at Sprint. And so from 2009 to 2016, um, I literally like dominated Sprint and T-Mobile because I worked at Sprint for seven years and I worked at T-Mobile for one year. I uh, went from being a successful sales associate all the way up to a store manager and district manager um, until I had my breakthrough and my pivot point um, where I I decided that if these jobs and these employers, employers and imagine this is 2000 and, 15, 16, like when I decided that I wasn't going to work ever again, I said, if y'all could pay me a 100 plus, like I was making like 126 a year. So, mm. like, and think about this we're in 2022 now. So, we're talking about like six years ago. I'm like, well, that was like, a
0: lot of money.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like, it's so <laughs> then. I was, I was still like a kid, you know, it was like, right. Literally, when I first started there, I was like in my early 20s and I'm like making a 100 grand. I'm like, I'm flying back and forth to my, I'm doing whatever I want to do because I just had more money than I can really spend. And so, you know, as I grew and matured into, you know, adulthood and just kind of really just kind of, you know, feeling like I wanted something different. I had a breakthrough moment and my breakthrough moment is I had to, I had a realization that if this job was paying me $100,000 plus, I had to be at least be at the very, bare minimum, making them a million dollars plus. And I said, yes. you know what? I said, you know what? I need to, I need to try this, this, this business thing, whatever this is, well however y'all running these stores. I'm doing a pretty damn good job at this myself. And I'm like, I think I could try to figure this business thing out myself because I'm like, I'm super, you know, savvy with tech. I'm super savvy when it comes to money and just, you know, leadership and stuff like that. And so the things that the job saw on me early from them, promote me and put me in leadership roles, I started to see it in myself, you know? And so that was my breakthrough moment when I say, you know what? I'm gonna go into entrepreneurship. I'm never, ever, ever gonna work a job ever again. And so that was six years ago. Um, to this day. and uh, I never looked back. And it's it's been it's been the, the the biggest breakthrough I would I could ever say. And I and I just encourage anybody else that if you're feeling that way, like you know you're not happy at the job, you know you're tired of going to see them same people, you know the, you know you don't like none of them people. They don't like you either. Yeah. And you know it's like it's crazy. We go to work sick. We go to work when people pass away. We go to work it don't even matter we go to work because we say well i got to put food on the table when it's like okay cool you working somebody else's dream you working somebody else's you know i mean somebody else's thoughts you know and dreams and desires that came into fruition and so it's not it's not time for you to bet on you because you know i tell people all the time they say well how do you really do it i say well i don't want to be 60 70 80 years old laying on my deathbed talking about some, i wish i would have I wish i'm not I, I, have. I, I, I can't do that so i'm yeah. going to bet it all on me right now so that was my breakthrough moment um, 20, it was October 8th, 2016, which was actually, it's crazy, my wife's birthday. And I just decided that I wasn't going, I wasn't going to take it anymore. I'm like, nah, this ain't for me. This is just not for me. And so, you know, I got a very supportive household, you know what I mean? And so I was able to walk away and uh, comfortably do that with, you know, some really good support. And so that was my breakthrough, you know?
0: I love it. I love it. I love it. So I love how you see it. What you started from and your story started from where you are now. And I talked yeah. about that in another one of my podcasts about yeah. how knowing your purpose. I think it was my first podcast, Knowing Your Purpose. Yeah. yeah. One way or the other, you're going to do is already, what you're supposed to be doing right now. We just don't realize it. And I mentioned that in a podcast before. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody knows that read my book and that know me. This is my second business. I was in, I had my own cleaning business for eight years and gotcha. it was a very successful cleaning business, but after, wow, I couldn't do it by myself no more. So right, I right. decided to branch off and say, okay, I want to do something else. I ended right. up going to work back for someone else until the pandemic hit mm-hmm. and I was, me and my husband both was working and working all those hours during the pandemic. We was essential workers and yeah. I said, write your book. And nah. then that's and all this kind of book from me writing as one book and went to two books. So now we just, we're here. Yeah. But yeah. Get us into where we start or where we got to start with this credit thing. So break all that down. I want you to start from the beginning to wherever <laughs> you feel like, but you know, we got to know what we got to do.
1: Yeah. I think, you know, the, the thing about it is um, with credit, it got so many different facets and so many yes. different things. What I will say is this. Um, Credit is a it's a mindset thing, um, and what I, what I mean by that is, you know, we there was no real like like none of us, especially for our particular culture, none of us were really like taught about credit. Like yep. there was no introduction to credit. Nobody said, "Hey, let's sit down at the round table, let's talk about credit." Like I know my mom didn't do that. I'm pretty sure your mom probably didn't sit you down and do it. And so, um, you know, when it comes to credit, our mindset is just really not there in regards to how important it is. And 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 like you know, the focus that needs to be on it, you know, and so like credit falls into that financial literacy niche where it's just it's similar to like you know, life insurance, like that's a very important topic too, but nobody is talking about it. It's kind of like these are topics that are at the pinnacle of success. Oh. These are the topics that are at the pinnacle of success, and nobody is talking about them in the community. And the reason why they're not talking about it because it's a concept of again, it's the mindset of keeping the rich rich
0: the rich football. people tell
1: and they talk about it and that creates wealth and then the poor people they don't talk about it which creates poverty right so like look like look at the segue from if you talk about like life insurance you go into like credit if you have life insurance we know that we all gonna pass away one day so is why it? not why not have life insurance and then you leave a million dollars to your the premium is only like 70 80 a month yeah so it's like if you're paying 78 dollars a month and you know that the good lord gonna call you home and you leave a million dollars to the family, now you putting, you, you're creating generational wealth, right? Yeah. And it, it's, it's the same thing with credit. If you know that you can't get a car with a good interest rate, if you know that you can't purchase a house and you got to rent and you're wasting money, if you know that no matter where you go and what you do, you're always going to have to settle for the worst and have to spend more money because you have bad credit, why aren't we talking about these things and why isn't this important to people? Yes. Right. And this is why I said it's a mindset because I could talk about, what you need to do to get a 700 and 800 and all. I could talk about all of that stuff. But if a person doesn't understand the fundamentals or if they don't see the value in having good credit, then I'll just be kind of blowing smoke and it'll go in one ear and out the other because it's kind of like, well, yeah, I hear about good credit, but I don't really need it. or I'm not going to pay for somebody to, you know, repair my credit and clean my credit up. But yet you don't, you don't understand. So my thing is this, I want to start with help people understand that from a mindset perspective, understand and know that by having bad credit every single day it's kind of like you throwing away anywhere between a hundred and a thousand dollars a day Mm. and so people will say well well, i'm not throwing the money well i I, anybody take no money from me? what you talking about okay well watch this uh if you have a car and you have bad credit you went to the car lot and the first thing first the first mistake you made was by going to the car lot to get your car when you should have went to a credit union because a credit union is, is like your best friend. They're like your partner. Yep. You go to the credit union, the bank, and and work out a relationship. And you do it. don't go to no Chase and B O A and no get you a get you a bank account with your credit union. Establish a relationship, and what they'll do is they'll finance you, and with regardless of what your credit score is, they're gonna give you the best interest rate possible. So what you did was and listen, they're gonna only run your credit one time, so you got one inquiry, right? So when you go to the call out, they're going to run you about 12 times to find a lender that's going to finance you. And then they're going to come and say, Hey, listen, all right, we can't get you into that Benz you want. So now, now all of a sudden you settling. So now you ain't getting the Benz or the BMW, right? You, so now they're going to put you in this Toyota or this or this Honda. So now you got to go with what they want to give you. So you settled on that. And now the note on that is like $450, dollars a month. And which is illegal, and they want you to put down a down payment, which is illegal, by the way. So you're already in a situation where you're trying to figure it out, but you need some wheels to get back and forth to work and to take your kids to daycare and whatnot, right? You're trying to be a parent, and you're trying to take care of the household. So here's the situation. Because you settled for a car with a horrible interest rate, like 22 to 30% interest rate, you're paying a note on a car that may have been $17,000. Now you're paying a note on a car that, that probably really would have cost you 40 grand, right? But because you had bad credit, nobody wanted to take a chance on you. So what they said was that, well, we'll give her a used vehicle, right? And then we want some money down to, redu- to reduce the minimum, you know, reduce and minimize the loss factor in regards to this entire transaction. Because looking at your credit history, they've already classified you as somebody that's going to default on the loan, right? They've already kind of got this thing mapped out. So they're going to hit you with a gang of interest, right? So that way they can get majority of their money up front and minimize their loss on the back end. But here's the deal. If you go and you settle for that car and you're paying 22% interest rate, and you're paying $450 a month, that car you probably really should have been paying like $250 a month. So now a car that really would have been $250 a month, well, let's just say a $750 credit score, you got a $585 and you went and got a car that was $450 a month and you settled. So you paid an extra $250 a month. When you break that down and you look at the math, that's a lot of money that you could oh, be saving. You. Yeah, it's the same thing with with if you try to go purchase a house or if you can't purchase a house because your credit is not in order. And let's just say you're renting. You're renting, now you're paying $1,200 a month for a two-bedroom, two-bath for you and your children. When you could have went and got a house that was twice the size of that apartment building and the mortgage on your house would have probably been more like $800, $700. So now, again, you spend an extra $400, $500 a month. So here we are. We already just talking about just these two things we almost said thousand dollars a month that you could be saving. That's thousand dollars a month. If you look at that times twelve, that's twelve thousand dollars. That that should be back into your purse or back into your wallet, right? And this, and we only talking. We only talking about your, your living arrangements and your vehicle. Everything that you do in life is costing you. You every day we have to make a decision on whether we're going to purchase something or we're going to leave it put. Leave mm-hmm. leave it. Mm-hmm. Every single day. Every single day we are making decisions and we're making decisions based upon our money. Whether we got enough money or we don't have enough. You guys gotta change your mindset, understand and know that you gotta put yourself in a better position by leveraging your credit and get having good credit. So that way when you walk into car dealerships, it's a little bit more respectful and they're not trying to take money out your pocket. And you can just say, gas it up and let me get up out of here. You got a super sexy low interest rate. You can go get you a house and you know set you and a family up for a better day. Right. These are all of this is kind of like the American dream. Everybody wants to drive a BMW or a Benz or a Lexus. You know th- that's just a dream. Everybody wants to, you know, the nice house with the with the gated fence and the nice dog, and we want to get married. We want to live this American dream, but a lot of people can't live it because they're dealing with bad credit, so they're yes. having to settle. And 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 when people say this, I, I like when people say, "I got to focus on me and get me together," because what I really hear being in my industry is that I got to get my credit together. <laughs> right but that's not really what they're saying but it it gives me an opportunity to say hey listen if you're going to focus on you and get you together you got to start with the credit like like me and i'm gonna encourage everybody to do this if your credit is horrible i can't even i can't even look at you. like i can't even i couldn't even date you like we gotta it gotta be that serious we like, gotta
0: put a stigma to it i agree with you sure. I, I agree with you because at the same time it's about i like what you said about the mindset what i teach in my to my clients in my coaching program is about our mindset everything yep. starts with our mindset so it's just like when you take on a client i'm gonna tell you what i do and i mentioned this before Everybody, you can't coach. You can't coach everybody. And what Mm -hmm. I do is, when you sign up for a program with my program with me, Mm -hmm. I realize at certain points and questions in the uh, in the program, if you're you haven't had the therapy, you you may need more assistance of therapy. You may need. I might not be the coach for you because at the same time, I need to get you from point A to point Z. And if you're still at point A after this coaching program over, you're going to look at me like, I didn't get any value out of it. But yeah. I talk about the mindset first, and I love that you talked about that, because yeah. that's where it starts from. It yep. starts from breaking the barriers of what we was taught, for what we was already trained. Yep. And yep. then coming to a, a point of, okay, even though it may be scary. In another word, you're basically saying it, in little words, an investment. You yeah. investing in yourself to yeah. take the time to spend on yourself. Yes, yeah. when you're spending time on yourself, you're spending time on your credit like you said, you yeah. can't do anything without credit. We know yeah. that it's 2022. come on guys. we yeah. can't do nothing without credit yeah. okay yeah. so and we have to break the barriers of what we was taught from our families that the struggling. It's, it's, not, it's a necessity to have more than two jobs right now. That was a luxury, like, oh, you got two jobs? Back in the day, when we was talking about back in the day, oh, that's great, that's extra money. No, yeah. you got to have two jobs now. So why not <laughs> do what you need to do for yourself? Fix your credit and open up the doors and the avenues of things that you can prosper from.
1: Yeah, and and I want to say this, Like, and this, something you said made me think about this. When you think about, like, mindset, we have to unlearn and relearn. Mm. Come on, like we have to unlearn what we were taught or what we wasn't taught, and what we do know, and we have to relearn what people like me and you are—the entrepreneurs, the entrepreneurial educators—that we're teaching people now, right? Yes. Because if we could unlearn and relearn, then what we we'll do is we'll put ourselves—we'll put ourselves in a position where we'll take the information and we'll translate it, and, and, and it'll become compensation because we yes. just, we're just in a position where we're not, we're not really maximizing on the understanding of how, you know, credit can position a person. Like literally i teach concept concepts and credit where once you get your credit to a certain point, how to qualify for a high limit lines of credit, how to qualify for business credit and business funding. So that way, you know, you can, you can literally have an infusion of income that goes into your lifestyle. And then once you qualify for all of that, how to literally take your credit and make money from it. Like it's, it's it's some people with good credit that's going to probably listen to this podcast and they're going to say, well, I got good credit. So you're not talking to me Why well, I am talking to you because there are some people with good credit that you're not even maximizing on, on your good credit. You're not, you're not leveraging it.
0: I'm I to admit, it's me, it's <laughs> right, me. Like,
1: you know what I mean? Like,
0: that's, that's I just, fixed my credit years ago and it's like, I, I stuck to having good credit. No. And it's like, I'm not getting the benefits of it. I'm not. I'm not getting none of the benefits of it. I'm gonna be honest because of course, like I tell people all the time on this in this podcast, only thing I can do is be transparent with you. Yep. I can't, you know, be somebody else that I'm not. So Correct. I'm I'm definitely not. I, and that's why I say I watch him all the time or whatever. He has the nuggets, he has the things yep. or whatever. So I do, I I do, I I know I'm not. You know, <laughs> so I'm not look-
1: taking those steps. So, so, so this is how it works. So the first thing that a person has to do is they got to, you have to, like you said, you have to make that a, it's, it's not like you spending money on getting your credit repaired. you're investing money into yourself. And you're investing money into your future so that way you can have a better future, right? So once you go through the credit repair process and you get your credit repair, whether you do that with me or anybody else, it doesn't matter. Wherever you go, go where you're comfortable at. Go where you feel like somebody is knowledgeable and they got a good successful track record and you know that they're going to help you, right? So once you go through the credit repair process, then you want to start going towards that, how can I leverage my credit, right? Well, you can leverage your credit by starting the process of like Reba here. She has a business, right? She can start going through the process of, you know, and structuring up her business credit profile to ensure that she can start qualifying for business funding. Because Mm. here's the deal. Most people, uh, when they start a business, most of the time they don't even really have good credit. And so they're starting the business. And some people with good credit do the same thing. They start their business and they're utilizing the money from their, that they're working their job. And then they take it. That now, now you're taking money out of the household and now you're struggling trying to decipher whether uh, do I pay my bills or do I, do I keep my business going. And So this is why, you know, within the first year or so, most business owners and small business owners fail because there's not enough capital to actually start the business or there's not enough capital where talking about breakthrough. Once the person gets through that breakthrough point, they don't have enough capital to keep going. This is the breakthrough point for a business owner. Right around like that second or third year when they've when they've been trying this, trying this, trying this, trying this, trying this, trying this, trying that, right? And they get to a point to where they say, I finally figured it out. But guess what, Reba? Now they out of the money. Yep. And they say, Well, you know what? This ain't gonna work. So then what they <laughs> end up doing is is they end up letting they, they end up letting all of their goals, their dreams, and their yeah, desires yeah. go away. And it's and that that was your baby. God gave you yep. that vision. And you, let it, and you let it go because you didn't have enough money. So what I'll teach people to do is I'll teach people how to duplicate themselves. So right now, your REBA, you have a social security number, right? Just like you, know, you, you your business has an EIN number, which right. is the employee identification number and a DUNS number, which right. is similar right. to like the social security number. So your DUNS number is assigned by Dun & Bradstreet and Dun & Bradstreet then assigns you what's called a Paydex score, which is your business credit profile score, which is a score that lenders look at from a business perspective determine your credit worthiness right mm-hmm. so guess what once i just once i established a business credit profile and the business credit score now i've just duplicated myself i'm reba here and then I'm, I'm my company here so i got credit here and then i got credit here so now with my 700 plus credit scores reba in my business with an 80 80 Paydex score, I could get $100,000 in the available lines of credit as my personal side, and I could get $100,000 plus as a biz owner. Now I got $200,000. What can I do? I could do anything.
0: That's right. I i
1: I've just duplicated myself. And then here's the craziest part, because this is how I live. Everything that I do on a day-to-day basis for me is a business transaction. I don't care if I'm going out to eat. I don't care if I order Uber Eats. Mm. I don't care if i grocery shop. I don't care what it is that I do. I'm doing it for two reasons one my everyday expenses is a write-off so everything that i do is is the business write off so i'm using my american express business platinum card right so everything is a write-off and the, and the biggest piece of that is because i'm I'm protecting my personal debts and ratio. so if i ever want to let's just say go get a house or if i want to go and just buy something or just you know refurnish my whole house and spend 100 grand they're not going to question me and say well you got a lot of debt sir we, we we're not sure if we can take you on as a client no Everything is on my business side, and the sexy thing about business credit is that the business does not report to your personal. So everything that I'm doing over here in the business name has nothing to do with Dion Cooperwood. You ever heard somebody talk about uh, uh, own nothing but control everything? This is what we, this is what we're talking about. The business owns everything, but I control it because I am the business owner. Right. Here's the second piece, and the reason why I use my business credit cards. Right. My business credit cards have given me more value for when I'm spending money. I need everybody to, again, unlearn and relearn. Uh, unlearn the fact that you should be using debit cards and relearn the fact that you should only be using credit cards for everyday expenses. And the reason why is because when I'm using my credit cards, I'm getting cash back and I'm getting reward points. So every time I spend a dollar, they're paying me for utilizing these cards. But if I pay the balance off with the money that's in the bank, then I don't have to worry about getting any penalties, any fees, or getting hit with any interest rates. I know it's a lot, and I know I'm talking fast, but I need people to understand credit is bigger than what you're thinking it is. It's, 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 it's almost monumental to life. If you have bad credit, you're not living. This is, mm. this is a fact. Huh. This is a fact. If you have bad credit, you're not living. If you have good credit, and you're not, you're not maximizing on it, congratulations. You're not living. You it. But, you, but you're, not, you're still not living. You know what I mean? You just got good credit. You're not maximizing on it, right? Yeah. Somebody with good credit should go to the bank and they should say, "Hey, look, give me 300k. Let me go with him mm. buy this four unit, right? It's already dressed up and ready to go. Let me buy this four unit. Then I'm going to take that four unit, and y'all tell me that okay, every single month I got to pay you guys back two thousand dollars of mortgage on a building. But if I went and got a four unit, and I'll charge fifteen hundred dollars per unit. That's mm-hmm. $6,000. I'll pay y'all two back every month. That's a $4,000 surplus. I'll just maximize on having good credit. Where, uh-huh. where, there's nothing wrong with that. If I got good credit, I need to start establishing and working on business credit. And again, if y'all need help with all of this stuff, Reba's going to put the links down in the bio. And yes, yes. you going to help yes. y'all get, in, get in contact with me. Y'all can send me personal messages on Facebook, Instagram, whatever. I'm, I'm a nice guy, right? But this is the reality. You guys have to start leveraging your personal credit to get business credit because everything that you do on the business credit, remember, it does not report to your personal. So you should be putting your car in your business name. I don't have, listen, I had a lender check my credit last week and she said, you don't have any cars? I said, no, I don't have any cars. I got got four cars, but none of them are in my name. Come on. They're not in my name. So while you checking to see if I qualify, you already know I qualify because I got a I I basically got an 800. You know I qualify. But you just you just checking the profile and you just you see you see some activity because when you go and put a, a car in your business name, you got they're gonna make you personally guaranteed, which means that as the business owner, you're gonna have to co-sign for your business, right? But it goes in your business name. So they're seeing inquiries on a credit profile, like, oh, he's he was at this car line, he was at that, he was at that credit union. He, So, but you don't have any cars. I don't have any cars, man. Relax. I don't have that, right? (laughs) Because I've now I've duplicated myself. But here's the crazy part, Reba. Watch this. I got five businesses.
0: Come
1: on. So now I'm not just Dion. I'm this business. I'm this business. I'm this business. I'm this. So then now Dion over here sit with a quarter million dollars in personal lines of credit that he can spend at any given time. Yes. Right. This business got 100. This business got 250. This business got 100. This business got 250. So we got a million over here in personal and business lines of credit that you could spend at any given time. Uh-huh. You tell me about leveraging my credit. What? Where is it that I can't go? What is it that I can't do? There's not too, there's not too many
0: places. I like that you just, just like broke all that down because in the simpler terms or whatever, I'm learning. I'm learning. Because yeah. at the same time, like I said, I'm not leveraging the good credit that I have. I don't have a car. My car is not in my name. I need yeah. another car. I was just talking uh, last week to my husband, telling him I'm getting another car. I got to get another yeah. car. Yeah, It's not in my business name. I wasn't thinking anything of that. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. I love that you broke it down in the simplest terms of what we could understand, what yes. we got to do, and what, what we have to start from. Because yes. like you said in the beginning, we're not learning these things and it's not taught to us. So, we're sitting here either one, we're trying to YouTube everything, yeah. <laughs> Google everything, and that's costing you money because you're making mistakes. Yes. Instead of hiring a yep. person like Dion to yep. say, here it goes from A to Z, this is the plan book. You just made a whole blueprint. Yep. And I can help you, instead of you, I can do this myself. Well, And five more years after doing it yourself, you're not going to get anywhere and you made a lot of mistakes. So what I'm hearing is you, your business, you're helping people to not make those mistakes. And we go straight to the point. Let's get to the credit. Let's see what we got to do. And then I want you to, uh, because I wanted you to talk about your business, but I want you to talk about how people can get into your program and how, if they want to take the next step about the program and credit and everything. So...
1: So, so I'm big on I'm big on uh, the concept and biblical principles of, you know, um, if you if you fish for a man, you feed him for one day, right? So that so that's you hiring me and saying, Dion, do it for me. Yep. And you pay me whatever it costs. Like I said, cost is only an issue in the absence of value. So if I said if it's yes. gonna cost you a thousand, you don't really you shouldn't care because you understand the concept that you need good credit if if you yep. understand the value, right? Or I can teach you how to fish because like Reba said, how do you get in contact with me? What, what's the first step you should take? The first step you should take is get into my program. It's only, it's only $19.99. It's only $2,000. And you get into this program, I teach you how to clean up your personal credit. And if you want to, I teach you how to start your own personal credit company and hire a virtual assistant. You don't have to do none of the work. You just collect yes. the money. At that point, right? I teach you how to start building business credit. I teach you how to qualify for over 100K in business funding in 100 days. I teach you about manufactured spending, which is a concept of taking your credit card spend and available limits and liquidating them and being able to reap the benefits of cash back and reward points without spending $1 or one into any debt. Then I also teach you about the concept and understanding of trade lines because that's the best kept secret. Like, there's people running around here that, like, I've had so many people come to me and say, I need credit repair, I need credit repair. And half of these people, they don't need credit repair. It's just that they've never used their credit, so they don't have any credit.
0: So I teach them about trade
1: lines, (laughs) you know. I teach them about trade lines and I say, listen, you just need to get you two or three trade lines that's gonna give you four, five, six years of credit history, right? Because a trade line affects four out of your five credit metrics. So if if we're affecting four out of the five of the credit metrics, then now we're beefing up the credit profile. You just went from a 580 to let's just say a six, a 690, and now you qualify for your car and your house. I've seen it, I've done it, I got experience in it, like you said. Somebody like me, when you talk about financial literacy and, and, and the process of it and what needs to be done, it's kind of like this. People have to think about, right now, if you were going to, Reba, if you were going to get in your car, you answer this question. If you were going to get in your car right now from where you're currently at, where are you located at? Uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin. All right. So if you were going to get in your car to go from Wisconsin to let's just call it, um, let's just call it Anaheim, California. All right would you just get in the car and start driving or would you put, punch it in your GPS and follow the GPS? And and the
0: GPS. Uh, I got to get that.
1: Now, would you argue with the GPS or would you just follow it? Oh,
0: I'm just going
1: to follow it. Okay, so an uh, entrepreneur or entrepreneur educated like myself, I'm kind of similar like a, a university where, where mm-hmm. we're replacing yes. universities. We're the GPS, right? Yes,
0: yes.
1: So, so you don't have to go to a college. They're not going to teach you this stuff anyway, so don't, don't worry about it. Don't waste your time. They're not going to teach you <laughs> Again, they're trying to keep the rich, wealthy, and the poor poverty. Don't Come on, come on. You come to me, and you get in my 30-day mentorship program, and then what ends up happening is I'm going to be that GPS. I'm going to navigate you from where you currently are with bad credit to good credit to having business credit, lines of credit, and literally start living the lifestyle that you deserve. Because you're in my program. It ain't going to help me. It ain't going to help me. You're in my program. It's only going to help you. I'm good. God has already blessed me. I'm, I'm good. I'll, I've been taken care of. So what I'm doing is I'm reaching back. I'm being a servant leader. I'm reaching back. And so I'm I'm trying to help everybody get into the same position that I'm in I'm in and have the same blessings in this type of lifestyle that I have. Because everything you see, if you go on my page, you follow me, everything you see is, is based off of me leveraging credit, right? So all I do is I'll show you how to structure a personal credit profile. And I want to touch on that just really quick so people can know about credit because People be talking about, oh, I need a 700, 850. Relax. Relax. <laughs> Stop falling in love with a credit score. A credit score ain't going to get you nowhere. I know people with 700s that, that, that can't, that's not in a better position than people with 600s because yes. of the simple fact that you have to understand the game and learn the game to know how to navigate the credit game. And what I mean yes. by that is there is a credit profile. And it's made up of five different metrics. You got payment history, you got credit card utilization, you got credit age, you got account mix, and you got inquiries. So these five metrics are what determines your credit worthiness and lendingness. So that means that when you go to a bank, you ask for a line of credit, when you go apply for a car, what have you, they're looking at your credit profile. You apply for a credit card, they're saying, one, are we gonna approve this person? And then two, what kind of limit are we gonna give this person? And it's all based upon your credit profile, stated income, and credit history, right? So when you look at that, this is what a credit profile need to look like. If you want to qualify for anything and potentially get one of the best rate interest rates possible and get the, the most bang for your buck in regards to credit and build personal credit and business credit, you need a 680 plus credit score. Mm-hmm. So as long as you got a 680, you classify, you have a good credit, you can go anywhere, they're going to give you anything. So stop stop thinking you got to have a 700. You don't have to have a 700. You got to need a 680. You can't have no late payments. Okay. Well, why can't, I, why can't I have late payments, Dion? You got to think like the bank. If you got a friend that borrowed some money from five other friends and they've been paying them back late and they come <laughs> at you for some money, <laughs> what's the likelihood of you giving them some money? You're going to be like, no, nope. nope. <laughs> you, you didn't pay Tasha back, you didn't <laughs> pay Keith back. I'm not going to get, I'm not going to, I'm not willing to take this risk, right? So oh, yes, this lady score, no late payments, credit card utilization, which is, the people that have already loaned you money or given you ability to have a line of credit with them, how much of that have you used? Your utilization need to be underneath 10%. Mm, so again, okay. remember what I said, always use your credit cards for everything, right? And I'm going to come back to that in a second. But the reality is this, if you're going to use the card within a week, pay the balance off. Don't let it report. So what that means, people, is if you got a twenty thousand dollar limit on your credit card, don't go use twenty thousand dollars instead. You only got ten thousand dollars in the bank. That ain't. That's, that's not. That's not going to work. Only spend what you got in the bank, please. Okay, don't don't misconstrue and say Dion told me I ain't tell you that. I'm going to deny. <laughs> right, I'm going to take that to the grave. Right. So we got six eighty score, no pay, no uh, no late payments, underneath ten percent utilization. Credit A should be three years plus. So if you've got issues with credit age because you've never used it, you need to go get your trade line or contact me and say, Dion, I need a trade line so I get my credit age up because why do I need my credit age up? Well, think about it. Who wants to do business with somebody who's never handled credit? The, the banks are saying, you don't have no accounts. Your credit age says five months because you just went and got a card five months ago. Right. That's, that's the only, You don't have any credit. You got these old student loans and you got one card note. You... We don't, we don't really trust the fact that you know how to handle credit, yeah. right? And so you need to have three plus, what an account makes is the next category. You need to have three plus more accounts, I mean, five plus more accounts because again, they're looking at you like, well, how many accounts, is this person really doing business or not? You're mm. going, in there, you're going in there with a thin profile. They're like, Mm, we don't want to be the first or second person that you're doing business with. Like They'll take a chance on you with a car because a, a car has collateral attached to it. Y'all got to understand when you want to ask for lines of credit and stuff like that, these are unsecured lines of credit. But a car, they can come and get that. A yeah. house, they can you and say, Let it, we're going to get that back and sell it. We can get our money back. But if you just want a credit card, you just want a line of credit, you want some business credit, these are unsecured lines of credit. There's no collateral attached. So The likelihood of you getting declined is very likely if you don't have your profile structured this way. And then the last piece is inquiries. You got to have less than five inquiries in the last 24 months. Why is inquiries so important? Because inquiries show the the amount of times that you went and did a credit application. That's like, okay, so let's just say you got 20 inquiries in the last 24 months. That means on average, every month you went and asked somebody for some money. Uh They like, this this person is thirsty, they're struggling. We We don't want to deal with it. We don't want, we your don't liability. want, liability.
0: You're, liability. you're a liability,
1: right? So when you think about structuring up your credit profile this way, it has to be exactly the way I said it. And I have people that had 750 that came in and said, DM, I don't understand why am I constantly getting declined mm. for credit? And I said, I already know it's two things, either your, either your payment, hit. well, two or three things, either your payment history has recently had some problems okay. or your credit utilization is probably too high, 50, over 50%.
0: Okay. the last
1: is you've probably been doing too many credit applications in the last 24 months. Mm, These are your problems. So most of the time it's credit utilization because they out there spending, 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 but then they they credit card utilization is over 50%. But then I got people with 650, 660, 680s, and they can get approved for anything. That's because they listen, they follow the coach, they follow the navigation system. They said, my profile is good. So they go anywhere and get anything. So don't fall in love with credit scores. Fall in love with how your credit profile is properly structured out. All
0: right. I got a couple of questions. I got a couple of questions. Come, on with Come, on with question. Come with the questions. So two questions I had while you was talking. You yep. talked about under 10%, right? Yep. And using it. Yep. But is it from what I heard? We're gonna do what I heard to what is the facts. Okay, okay. okay. Not using your credit card can hurt you.
1: You ask me, is that a fact? Is that a fact? 100% a fact. All right. And why? Uh, because if you're not utilizing your credit card, there's no activity shown there. So you, you you risk two things. You risk them lowering your credit card limit. So let's I just say- I had that
0: happen to me because I was wondering. <laughs> like, wait, they took $2,000 off. I wasn't using it. I didn't mm-hmm. You're not using it.
1: So why, so why would I, I might as well take it and give it to somebody else that is using it.
0: That makes sense.
1: Because the, bank, the banks are trying to make money
0: yeah.
1: so they say, well, how can we encourage her to use this card? Let's take some away and she's going to appreciate it more okay. All you just think like the bank that's it and yeah. then how can we get how can we give the person like Dion who spends his card every single day how can we encourage her to spend more so we can make more money? Just give them some more. Okay. And, and then here go the second piece you risk them shutting your cards up they don't have to tell you why they shutting them off You're not using them They're, It's a dormant account and there's no activity so why do I have to, I don't have to tell you, I'm, you apply for the card with me. I don't have to tell you nothing. And look, this is, the, this is why people have to focus on business credit. And I promise y'all, if y'all come to me, I'm going to teach you literally in 30 days how to do this. But listen to this. This is why you got to get business credit. With personal credit and lines of credit, the more you use, the less they want to give you, the more liability and risk you become. Right? Mm, okay. On the on business side, the more you use, the more they want to give you because it, that's business, right? They understand that your likelihood of defaulting on the loan is, is very unlikely because you're a business. You're a business. Yep.
0: Cause you're a okay. business. Cause you're a business.
1: The business probability of faulting on loans is very unlikely. Like you couldn't pay me to, I mean, you could never pay me to be late on nothing or miss anything with biz with credit anyway, because I understand the importance of it, but especially not my business, especially not my baby, because, This is my business as a business owner. I got so much leverage and flexibility. I will never, ever, ever, I wouldn't mess that up for the world. So that's, that's a, that's a great question. What's your second question?
0: Okay. My second question is with that being said, Mm -hmm. me personally, I'm gonna go buy my credit profile. I have my old business card that from the old cleaning business or whatever. So I went to years ago, make a long story short. I went to Menard's. I got a credit card. Got a business credit card, contractor credit card. It's yep. in the business name. Well, yep. don't have the cleaning business anymore. Yep. So I had the everything linked to the business account. How is that affecting me now by me not using it? it it's kind of going same with one, but affecting me now with me having a total different entity yep. of a business and then using that credit. For this entity so of course the breakthrough i, I mean the breakthrough um from ashes of beauty is the the business mm-hmm. but i may not need nothing from a nurse from ashes the beauty for yep. the business yep. so how would you advise me or what would you advise that i do since that's already in that business and i don't even have that business no more i don't have the cleaning business
1: now. yep so i fell into that category too too whereas um because, and I know we didn't, we kind of, we kind of just jumped right into it. Yeah. And, and, and I love we jumped right into it. But like, my journey is I started in financial services where I had Coopwood Capital. And then I right. went from there and I started my solar renewable energy company, which is Phenomenal Power. And then I went from there and I started my credit company, which is Precise Credit. And now I started my mentorship group, which is Dominate the Decade Mentorship Group. And I got another sub company that's called, uh, that's called, uh, 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 I got Precise Credit, Precise Power. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a lot going on there, but like one of the first businesses that I really focused on and started building my business credit with was Phenomenal Power. And so, although I've slowed down on the focus of that company and okay. generating income and revenue for that company, I still on a day-to-day basis utilize that company because it has tenure.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So think about okay. that from a banking perspective and a relationship perspective where I have an American Express Business Platinum Card with phenomenal power on it that I've had for years. And so wow. now that relationship is there. And then, you know, when I went, like when I went and got my cars, that's still in my company name. So I'm going to keep the business open because out of all of my businesses and business lines of credit, I have the most flexibility because it's, it, had, it had at that time, it had the most income that it was generated based upon the application status and income being stated. And then on top of that, it has the most tenure in history. From, from business okay. credit and me establishing it. So what I would recommend you do is keep that baby alive, continue to okay. make sure you file it every single year so that way it never dissolves. You don't have to worry about any additional filing fees and start to leverage and build business credit on that. And you can utilize that for, again, your everyday life spending. And you want to do that anyway, because, and, and this is the biggest piece about business, about personal credit and debit cards, you know, that doesn't help people. This that's why I say don't use them. Don't use debit cards because they're not helping you build credit. So why would I use something that's not helping me build credit? Don't use debit cards because they're not giving me any cash back, any reward points. So every time I spend money, I'm only spending my money and I'm not getting any cash back reward points. And I'm going to touch on that in a second. Mm -hmm. Don't use debit cards because literally I'm in a situation where if I'm not building credit, I'm not getting cash back and reward points. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. And then for all of that, I'm, I'm risking my money, which is the third piece. So if I lose my debit card, and somebody started using my money now the bank gonna tell me they're gonna go through a 30 day uh, you're gonna look you gonna 30 days i lost my card why not just reverse the transactions and mail me out a new card no this will happen with credit cards though with credit cards we get cash back reward points we build credit and if we lose that credit card y'all know what y'all know what they're gonna do oh no problem dion we, we reverse all of the charges yep. you'll have a new card yep. in another two to yep. three days
0: that happened to me with bank of america and that's why i had to get out of bank of america i had a credit card with them That was just like, oh, they gave me a half limit. That that great credit. This was years ago. Yep. And so it's now because I had my business set up with them. I had my bank account set up with them. I had everything set up with them. Why not get a credit card set up with them? Well, me learning over the years, y'all ain't giving me nothing. Y'all ain't giving me no cash back, no rewards, no nothing. So as I'm building my credit, right, I'm learning more things. And I think I learned it on the cheat code from Neo's uh, thing. And I was just like, this credit card ain't giving me nothing. So now yeah. I'm at, right now I'm trying to get out of them, like get away from me because I end up doing what Neo told me to do and on his cheap. Oh I end up going with the credit uh Navy and Federal uh Federal Navy, Navy and Federal. Federal. Yeah. Yes. And then went and got um a straight credit card, another credit card with cashback rewards from uh I think it was Experience. They sent me and gave me so much, and I was like, "Oh!" And then last month they just gave me an extra thousand dollars, and I'm, yep. I'm like, "I'm in a, a drive through at Wendy's," and I'm like, "An extra thousand, mm-hmm. you know?" So, Look. and I'm like, still trying to get out of Bank of America now because I realized I had to learn that wasn't it wasn't benefiting me to just keep on paying them, and yeah. they wasn't giving me no rewards. I'm just got a credit card. I just got this five thousand dollars credit card with them, and it's not giving me nothing.
1: Nope. I have to
0: work hard.
1: The only the only credit cards that anybody should have is the only card that you you need is to give you cash back and reward points. That's it. Yep. That's it. Because and then this is the this is the this is the reason why. So every time you spend a dollar, you want to make some money. So let's just say I'm gonna use Reba for example. Let's just say every single year, let's just say her her life expenses where we talk about mortgage, rent, all of that. Her life expenses plus running her multiple business. Let's just say. Every single year, she's spending let's just say two hundred grand just to just to live life and to run her business. Right? Normal credit cards is giving you anywhere between two to four percent cash back. So if it's a two percent cash back, which is roughly the average, then that means that on that two hundred grand, what you what you getting back? Four grand for the year?
0: Four grand for the year.
1: So that is called a nice little designer bag.
0: That's (laughs) okay.
1: That's a, that's, that's a car or, you know, used vehicle or that's,
0: that's that's
1: three to four trips, you know, as a family vacation for you and a husband, like this is, this is what it actually does. And here's the craziest part. And I'm not going to get all into, we can say this for another podcast, but I teach manufacturer spending where you take these cash back and, you know, reward point credit cards, and I'll show you how to literally liquidize them every single month. So if I can show you how to liquidate, let's just say 200 K every single month. And wow. you're reaping the benefits of $4,000 a month. That's $48,000 for the year that you don't even have to go to work to do. And I can show you how to sit at home and do this. Oh. Yeah, this, this is what I like to call easy Wi Fi money.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You That's it. learning some it.
0: stuff. I learned yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of stuff well, look, today. A,
1: a person in your position with good credit, a lot of people ask me this. So they say, well, do I have to build business credit to qualify for business funding and business lines of credit? I'm just going to be honest and I'm going tell you guys you don't have to would it help would it increase your approval odds it would increase your limit amount absolutely you now you can't go put a car in your name or your house in your name with you know without having business credit but you can get business lines of credit you know with your EIN number your DUNS number your paydex score like you can go and get lines of credit just EIN only and you personally guaranteeing it with your social security number and literally like somebody with you with good credit I can literally within like the next 48 hours get you 100k easy and business credit okay like seriously, like it, it's it's literally that I'm so experienced and so in depth with it. It's that easy, and that's just with a couple different lenders. Then I can literally go to another lender without you having to prove any document, have any documentation, any documents at all, just your business as a startup. I can show you how to get another hundred k. I got you, and it that that'll change your life forever. So it's some people that literally is going to watch this podcast, and they're going to tap in, and they're going to say, well, "I got good credit." but I don't know what to do with it. Well, you're sitting on, a, you're sitting on a, a ton of money. So either you're going to get with somebody that's going to mentor you through the process like me, or you're going to just waste a whole lot of money and still sit there and, and say you hate your job. Oh, a whole lot, lot of time. talking from experience. That's it. That's it. Yep. Thank
0: you. Thank you. Well, we will be doing another podcast with you because we got to get in depth on this program <laughs> that you're doing. And I just want to thank you for coming on here. And I want you to drop your links. You Can tell him, and then of course, we're going to have him at the bottom, guys. Of course, you see it at the bottom, you see the links at the bottom. But I want him to see what uh, tell us where we can find him again, yep. where we can uh, contact him, DM him, call him. <laughs> Help me out on this credit, Dion. I,
1: well. I, I got you, yeah. Uh, on Facebook, it's just Dion Cooper. that's D I O N C O O P W O O D. Instagram is at Mr. Phenomenal Power and that's at Mr. Dot Phenomenal, like it's spelled, and then empower, just like it's spelled. So you can find me on there as well. And uh, all of the links are in both of my bio. So if you go on my bio, either one and you click the uh, link, it's going to show you all of my mentorship programs, all of my digital products that I offer. I have a do-it-yourself credit repair ebook. I have a, a quick reference credit guide where it show you how yes. to build a business, doing business credit profile oh, and structure them up the right way. Then I also have a, a manufacturer spinning where I teach you how to, once you get those cards, how to leverage them and make money off of them. So all of those links are going to be in this description too. So you guys yes. can tap in with me, send me DMs if you got any additional questions and I'm just here to help. I'm here to, I'm here to lead and, and serve, serve uh, as I shall.
0: I want to thank you for coming on the Breakthrough Podcast. Thank you no for reaching out and um, we're going to be doing this again. Of for course, sure. you know, I got to look at and go with you because I'm losing a lot of money. <laughs> I'm hearing so yep. yes we're gonna be linking up personally but right, cool. I thank you guys for watching the breakthrough podcast again if you're watching this podcast you get the code podcast 22 22 percent off and his links are at the bottom and I just thank you for watching thank you Dion, for joining us today we no, are than
1: welcome thank you
0: thanks for listening in on today's show. You can find me online at RebaBell.com to order any of my products or my books, or you can find me at Instagram at BreakthroughCoach underscore FreeBuffRV. Thank you again and see you next week.